0: reintroducing the Iced Apple Crisp Oat Milk Macchiato from Starbucks. Now with Starbucks Blonde Espresso and Oat Milk, layered with flavors of apple, cinnamon, and brown sugar, and topped with a spiced apple drizzle. Welcome back, fall. Order today with the Starbucks app. Your next success begins with the University of Maryland Global Campus.
1: It said we make 35,000 decisions a day. No wonder they don't all come out just right. Like that time you ordered that round of liquid magma hot wings. Ouch. At Citizens, we can't help you decide what to order, but we can help you track your monthly restaurant spending with Citizens Insights on our app. So you can keep tabs on your budget right after icing down your tongue. Learn more at citizensbank.com slash you got this. Citizens made ready. Member FDIC, wireless carrier text and or data charges may apply.
0: The
2: Last Leaf Long, long ago, the town of Florence faced a crisis. The Artsville Street was losing faith in its art. Painters and artists who once raised the spirit of these streets now turned their heads away from colors. The reason was the poverty. Art was loved by all but the artists and painters were paid very little. Slowly, the streets lost its luster. Parents took colors away from their children. Painters began to take odd jobs in their neighborhood to earn their living. In such difficult times, only a few artists brave to embrace art and keep doing what they love. Two of these brave artists were Sue and John C. Sue and Jauncey were not only great painters, but they were best friends. They would make paintings and sell them to magazines. They didn't earn much, but they were happy to follow their passion. Among the two, Sue was a strong-headed and practical woman. She would work hard and face every problem with grace. While Jauncey was always scared for the future. Sue and Jauncey had a neighbor by the name of Mr. Bearman. Now Mr. Bearman was an old man, but he was full of life. He would paint anything in sight. The benches by the road, the steps in his building, even the trees. He was among the rare painters who tried to keep the spirit of Artsville alive. Being a painter himself, Mr. Bearman often helped Sue with her work
1: And
3: here, if you just shade a little behind this object It will look almost real
2: Oh, Mr. Bearman, you are a talented painter You must put your paintings up for sale
3: Ah, I don't know, what would I do with the money? I live alone and I spend very little People in this town need to understand that not everything has to be done for money You must never stop doing what you really love
2: All went well until one day Jauncey fell very ill and no matter what the doctor did Jauncey would not recover She will be fine, right?
4: I have written down some medicines for her to take But, Sue, you have to convince her to stay positive. Most of our troubles and illness stay because of our negative thinking. She will recover only if she wills to recover.
2: Sue tried everything to keep John C. happy. She would cook her favorite food, tell her jokes from work, and bring flowers to keep the room fresh. But nothing worked. I don't think I will ever get better, Sue. I feel really bad that you have to work so hard and all I do is lie around. Jauncey, you are my friend. I would do everything I can to take care of you.
1: Hello,
3: girls. Am I disturbing you?
2: Oh, hello, Mr. Bearman.
3: How is our little Jauncey doing?
2: Trying.
3: Oh, Jauncey. You will get better. Have faith.
2: I don't feel very well, Mr. Bearman. I am tired of being weak.
3: Oh, child, your weakness is in your mind.
2: Yeah, Sue told me what you said to her. Well, there is a way there is a will. Or something.
3: (laughs) It's where there is a will, there is a way.
2: I agree. Tell me, Mr. Bearman, what is your latest painting about?
3: Oh, it's about my long lost dream. I made a painting of this very street we live in. I tried to show that the painters and artists are all out on the streets doing the one thing
2: they love the most, paint. An impossible dream to have It will never happen
3: Well That's the beauty You can dream about anything Unless you don't dream You will never try to make it real I am certain That my art will save lives Someday I have the will to find a way Art is very powerful My child A powerful piece of art can do what doctors cannot All an artist has to do is stay positive and have faith
2: Come on, Johnsy, stop staying so sad
3: Hmm, what are you looking at, Johnsy?
2: The ivy plant growing on that wall It is the only thing that keeps me a little happy
3: isn't that a good
2: thing? It is, but the plant is leaving me too When I first saw it, it had ten leaves Now it only has seven I will lose all hope when the last leaf falls oh, That's a terrible thing to say, Jauncey
3: Don't scream at her, Sue When someone is sad. Screaming only upsets them more And Jauncey is ill We don't know how she must be feeling right now
2: <sighs> You are right, Mr. Bearman I am sorry, Jauncie Jauncie didn't mind She felt guilty for her friend More days passed And Jauncey's health only worsened The doctor couldn't do anything because Chauncey had stopped taking her medicines. Sue would always ask the doctor for some alternate treatment, and all he would say is, She has to make her mind stronger. (sighs) Once, as Sue entered her building, she passed Mr. Bearman. He was drenched. Mr. Fairman, are you all right? What happened?
3: (laughs) Nothing, child. I'm growing old, that's all. I painted the benches inside our park today. You know the ones under the roof?
2: Wait, you're talking about benches under the roof of the park? There are at least 20 of them. You painted them all in one day? That is too much work. And how did you get all wet? They all are under the roof.
3: Oh. I forgot to carry my umbrella, you see. As I said, I am growing old. That's all.
2: Oh, Mr. Bearman, you know, everyone is falling ill these days. You have to take care of yourself. Do you have a fever? You don't look very well. Should I call for a doctor?
3: Oh my my. <laughs> You ask too many questions, my child. When I am painting, I am the happiest man in this whole world. Nothing can hurt me or bother me. Art is my life. Tell me, how's Jauncey doing?
2: Oh, not great. You remember the ivy plant she spoke about? There are only four leaves left. She keeps staring at the plant. I hope the last leaf doesn't fall, Mr. Bearman. I really do. Jauncey will lose all hope.
3: No, we can't let that happen.
2: It's raining cats and dogs today. I am certain the wind will blow away all the leaves. How can anybody stop the plant from losing its last leaf?
3: Hmm, well, Sue, where there is a will... There is a way!
2: Oh, right now, I see no way and I am losing my will. I will go to Jauncey. Mr. Bearman, please go to a doctor, okay?
3: (laughs) I will, my child. Give my best to Jauncey. That night,
2: a hailstorm struck the town. Everyone on the Artsville Street closed their windows and snuggled in their houses. But Jauncey wanted Sue to open the window. She wanted to see if the last leaf had fallen, but Sue refused. Jauncey's health could get worse if they opened the window and let the rough wind inside. Jauncey agreed. Little did she know that Sue was also worried about the last leaf. The next morning, sun shone brightly. The hailstorm had passed. Sue knew she had to open the windows now. For how long could she keep them shut? She shut her eyes, opened the curtains. She was surprised. Oh, Chouncey! The last leaf is still there! What? That can't be! How is it still holding on? It's the leaf's will, Johnsy, just like Mr. Bearman said. You are right. Ah, Sue, get me my medicines. If a tiny leaf can brave a storm, why can't I? I will find a way to recover. Oh, Jonesy, I will get whatever you want. Tell me, what do you need? Art is very powerful,
3: my child. A powerful piece of art can do that what doctors cannot.
2: I know what I want. Get me my canvas and some colors. Sue's happiness knew no bounds. She rushed and brought all the colors she had. She set up the canvas on Jauncey's bed. Sue was happy to have her friend back. As time went by... Johnsy recovered completely. Doctor and Sue both were surprised. She no more talked about how weak she felt or what she couldn't do in life. In fact, she now discussed her new dreams with Sue. I want to paint the London Bridge. <laughs> I am sure that one day you will. Where is Mr. Bearman Sue? I haven't seen him in so long. Um oh. I am glad you asked, Chauncey. I wanted to tell you this once you had recovered completely. Mr. Bearman was unwell. His old age had caught up. Remember the night of the hailstorm? He fell very ill that very morning. What? He went to the doctor, right? That was the thing with Mr. Bearman. I remember he had said that when he paints, nothing can hurt him. "'What do you mean?' "'Look at the last leaf on the wall, Jauncey. "'It's still there. "'It hasn't moved even a bit. "'He painted it that night. "'He is truly a great painter. "'In the morning, he began to shiver. "'People took him to the hospital. "'I met him a day back. "'He was so happy. "'He was at peace when I told him that you had recovered.' I told him the last leaf of the ivy plant had given you strength. He passed away, John No! Oh, no! But, Jonesy, you helped him fulfill his dream. Didn't he say once that his art will save lives one day? Look at that last leaf. That's his art, and it saved your life. No, Sue... That's not just art, that's a masterpiece And I will fulfill his dream Soon the word about the last leaf and Mr. Bearman spread through the whole town Painters, poets, dancers, singers, all the artists were inspired They all gathered under the ivy plant and swore to bring art back to the Artsville Street And that's what happened The streets came alive again. There were paintings on every wall, and on some people too. Jauncey and Sue gathered their savings and began to teach painting under the name of the Bearman Art. Parents would send their younger ones to learn the spirit of life there. Everybody resumed their painting. They didn't stop working odd jobs, But they enjoyed their work now that they knew they would never... For the love of fall, Starbucks pumpkin spice lattes and pumpkin cream cold brews are back. Smooth espresso dashed with pumpkin pie spice and velvety whipped cream. Or cold brew topped with pumpkin cream cold foam fit for the season. Your pumpkin awaits. Order today in the Starbucks app.
0: Your next success begins with the University of Maryland Global Campus.
2: People of the Artsville Street were relieved to have colors back in their lives. Everybody realized how important art was and came forward to donate a part of their earnings to the Behrman Art. And soon, the Bearman Art grew and became the Bearman Institute. What's more interesting was that every child in the Bearman Institute was taught to paint one thing before anything else. The last leaf because that leaf would teach a very important lesson to all. Where there is a will, there is always a way. The Giving Tree This is a story about friendship and the unconditional love of nature. In a forest on the outskirts of the city, there was a tree which stood tall and green. It had long, thick branches. Its uncountable bright green leaves blew graciously with the wind. Birds would come from faraway places to sit on its branches and chirp their songs. It was a beautiful and a happy tree. The tree shared a very special bond with a small boy from a nearby town. The boy would come every day to play with the tree after his school. He would eat the apples from the tree and play hide-and-go-seek with it. They talked for hours and hours. The boy used to share everything with the tree. His ideas, his plans for the future, his thoughts and his everyday happenings at school. The tree used to listen to the boy intently and laugh with him. They understood each other's dreams and their bond grew stronger. He would gather the leaves to make a crown and pretend to be the king. He would climb his trunk and swing on his branches.
4: <laughs> 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 the water is so clean and sparkly, tree. Yes, it is. You were lucky. You have the best view the sparkling water, the setting sun, the breeze. No wonder you are so happy. I could live here forever. The water. The sun and the breeze will always be here. I am happy when I share it with you. <laughs> you're the best tree. I love you. And I love you back.
2: He would chat with the tree for hours. After playing and talking, tired, the boy used to sleep in the shade. As time passed by, the boy grew up and made new friends. He got busy and started spending less time with the tree. The tree cherished the little moments it had with the boy. Don't you hate it
4: when the sun sets, or when you lose your leaves in the winter? I become sad, yes. But I know the sun will be back the next morning, and the leaves will be back in the spring. I like to wait for them. You are right. But the setting sun is also so beautiful. You are lucky, tree. You have an amazing view. I could live here forever. I don't know much about luck, but the sun is always here. I enjoy it the most with you. You can live here forever. I know you like it. (laughs) It's not that easy. You don't have responsibilities. I have to work and be somebody. I have to build a future. I want to be happy. Aren't you happy now? I am but I want more.
2: And slowly the boy stopped visiting the tree. The tree was mostly alone, waiting to see the boy. Then one day, the boy came to visit the tree. The tree was happy to see him. Its heart pounded with every step the boy took towards it. Straightening up, the tree called out to the boy.
4: Come boy, come and climb up my trunk and swing from my branches and eat the apples and be happy. I am too big to climb your trunk or swing on your branches. See the sunset, boy? You always like to look at it. I am busy now. I want to buy things. I want to see the world. Why do you look sad? I want some money, Tree. Out in the world, you need money to be happy.
2: The tree didn't want to see the boy sad.
4: Take my apples, boy, and sell them in the market. Then you will have some money. I am sorry. I don't have any money to give you. I only have leaves and apples. Really, tree? I can do that? Will that make you happy? Yes! Thank you, tree!
2: You are the best! So the boy climbed up the trunk, gathered all the apples from the tree and carried them away to sell them in the market. The tree was happy to help the boy. But the boy stayed away for a long time and the tree was sad. Years passed. Birds came, chirped their songs and left. And the tree waited, standing tall with its long branches at the edge of the cliff, waiting for the boy to come back. And then one day, The boy came back, the tree shook with joy. Come boy, come and
4: climb up my trunk and swing from my branches and be happy. I don't have time to climb trees, I'm too busy, I'm married now. Tree, I have a wife and children. You really have grown up, but why don't you look happy now? This is what you wanted. I am worried tree. I will be happy if I could build a house for my family. I want to keep them warm and safe. I have no house to give you. The forest is my house. But here, I have branches. You can cut off my branches and make a house out of it. Then you will be happy. Thank you, tree.
2: The boy climbed up the trunk of the tree and cut off all his branches and carried them away. The tree was happy to help the boy but the boy stayed away for a long time and the tree was sad. Years passed but the boy didn't come to visit the tree. The tree could no longer talk to the birds as they would now just circle and fly away. There were no branches left for the birds to sit and chirp their songs. While on the ground, the tree always asked the birds about the boy but no one had seen him. The tree grew lonely. The tree stood there at the edge of the cliff, tall, trying to look for the boy. It watched the city change. The tree could see the faraway pastures being raised to build roads and buildings. He saw the trees being cut and uprooted and towers being built on green lands. More people came, cutting the forest around and making houses for themselves. The forest was losing its greenery. The tree was sad to see his house being torn down. But what could it do? For it was merely a trunk. The tree was very lonely now, but it still waited, eagerly, for the boy. Then, one day, The boy came to visit the tree. He now was a grown-up man. The tree was so happy to see the boy that he could hardly speak, but the boy looked very sad. The boy sat down, leaning against the tree, and started crying. It broke the tree's heart to see him crying. The tree had no branches to pat the boy. It had no apples to cheer him up it could give him a support to lean on.
4: What is the matter, boy? Why are you so sad? My wife left me, and my children don't care for me anymore. I don't want to live in a place where nobody loves me. All I want now is to go far away from here. I don't want to live here anymore. You are always running behind happiness, boy. You must stay and let happiness come to you. There is no happiness here. If I could only build a boat and sail away in the sparkly waters, lie on the boat, and soak in the warmth of the sun. Will you be happy then? Yes, I will be at peace and happy. Here, cut my trunk and build a boat. Then you can sail away. Really, Tree? Thank you. You are the best.
2: The boy got his tools and cut the trunk of the tree. He built a boat out of it. He looked happy and relieved. The tree was happy to help the boy. It watched him build the boat. Then it watched him sail away. There was the sun, the breeze, the sparkling water, and the boy sailing off in it. The tree didn't feel lucky now. It was sad to see the boy as he drifted away. Just like the sun he had once talked about, the tree was now only a stump at the edge of a cliff. Years passed, and the tree grew lonelier. He could no longer see the faraway buildings or hills. He could no longer stand tall and see his house or the people, for he was merely a stump of wood on the ground. He missed the birds. He missed looking at faraway pastures He missed the comfort of his house. But more than anything, he missed the boy. The boy finally came back to the tree. The city was not the same anymore. There were now man-made buildings in place of Mother Nature. The forest had been cut down, and the green pastures were gone. The boy was an old man now. He was finding it hard to breathe. He slouched and walked with a stick. He was wondering if he will ever find the tree.
1: The city is eating up the forest. I hope I find
2: my old friend. And so he did. It was right where he had left it, the stump, waiting.
4: You came. I waited really long for you.
1: (sighs) Yes, tree. It is so nice to see you. I sailed to another city, lived there for a few years. (laughs) You are breathing heavily. Yes, the pollution is making it difficult to breathe. I am so sorry, boy. I have nothing to offer you. My apples are gone. My teeth are too weak to eat apples.
4: (laughs) My branches are gone. You cannot swing on them. I am too old to swing on branches. My trunk is gone.
1: You cannot climb my... Oh, I am too tired to climb. My back hurts now.
2: The tree sighed.
4: (sighs) I am sorry. I wish I could give you something. But I have nothing left. I am just an old stump.
1: The forest is disappearing. The concrete cannot give clean air to breathe. Trees can. The buildings cannot provide for comfort. How greedy a man can be. Cities instead pollute fresh air. Don't people understand the importance of nature?
2: The tree didn't respond. It had nothing to say.
1: (sighs) I am old now and stay tired all the time. All I want is some fresh air to breathe and a quiet place
2: to sit." The tree straightened as much as he could.
4: Well, that's it. An old stump is good for sitting and resting. Come boy, sit down. Sit down and rest.
2: The boy sat on the tree and took a deep breath. He watched the sun setting in the sparkly waters. He felt the soft breeze.
1: You are lucky tree. You have the best view. The sun, the breeze and the sparkly waters.
2: They then talked about life and how the world was changing around them. The boy narrated his story to the tree and the tree was happy. The moral of the story The relationship of nature with man is an everlasting one. We need to respect and preserve Mother Earth. Remember, trees needs man as man needs trees. Preserve forests, preserve nature.